Hello and welcome to episode 17 of Finding My Voice. And I find that this is actually quite an important um, episode. I'm going to talk a little bit about and a transition-related thing. Uh, and then I'm getting to the really important part uh, of something I really want out there. So, first of all... Um, I had a really good experience a couple of days ago when I went to buy um when I went to buy wine. Um I went to well we have um special alcohol stores because the government controls it and controls alcohol sales in Sweden. It's fine, I don't mind it because that means the stores are always really well stocked and really good stores. I'm, I don't mind. Um and the the uh, the woman in the cash register um, when I went up to her, she just stopped me, looked at me, and said, I'm sorry, would you mind telling me how old you are? And I told her, and I, oh gosh, I haven't said it here. I'm going to feel like, uh, I'm going to be so old. So yeah, I told her, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Okay, I'm 42. And she stared at me and went, no. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm 42. And she was like, well, congratulations. And that was just so sweet. And it's very nice, and it was it was really nice to receive a compliment like that, just an appreciative compliment, and like a like a, a mini friendship bond between two strangers who who just acknowledge that we share this world and want the other person to be to be to be happy. And where I'm coming at is. That never happened before I was out. I mean, it happened among friends, but yeah, friends are going to do that, obviously. But a guy in Sweden doesn't say to another guy like, oh, wow, that's a great haircut. That's a stranger. Like, like, people just don't take the time to be nice to each other, but, but women do. And... I'm being welcomed into that by most. There are some exceptions. But a lot of people just don't have any problems accepting me for who I am. And that is so beautiful. So just this one stranger just paid me a compliment. And remember, this is very different from from when when guys do the flirty compliments. They're, they're not nice. They're, they're creepy. Stop it. You can tell a difference. Even if the words might sometimes be the same. You can tell if it's like a communal, I'm good, I'm happy for you, or I view you as my toy for me to do with what I please, you know? And when you say it like that, it's pretty clear, um, but it's not to everyone. Um, there's a lot of guys out there who actually probably don't even realize they are being creepy, but they can be creepy as heck. Um, I witnessed that just last week in the queue, in the line, to Espresso House, and the, the guy in front of me um, said to the to the um, woman behind the counter, just said, so, it's time to get off soon, huh? And she's just nodded and smiled and says, oh, so you, you time to get home, time to go home? She nodded and smiled, as you do the customers, and they said, hey, how about you come home to my home? And she like, had that polite and troubled chuckle. I was like, no, 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 I'm going to my own home, sorry. And I was like, all right, all right, another time then. And he winked and walked off. And I just cast her like a supportive suffering look and she kind of nodded like gratefully back just to see someone like basically just supported her in her mind that she wasn't alone of that because that was creepy 
And the guy was just so confident. Oh, that was the best joke ever. That was a compliment. I flirted with no, That's terrible. So, yeah. Um, I don't want to knock all men. Um, but I've noticed some things about how women treat each other and how men treat everyone, pretty much. And even if there are some exceptions, there's a lot... Women have a, a lot stronger sense of community, um, in my experience. Like, like when I train Aikido, there's a little box in there where people put, like, crunchies and hairbands and, and pads and stuff like that. Just a communal thing. Just to make sure if you need a hairband, we got them, you know? And it's just so nice. And I just don't see guys doing that. That's not totally transition related because that's just a, a a gender disparity thing I have witnessed. But having moved from one side of the aisle to the other, I can I, I have I have this perspective. And it's interesting. And I'm sure I'm sure there are some good things about between guys too that I have missed. Seeing that the time I've spent on the guy side, I haven't enjoyed and I haven't delved deep into it because I've never felt at home. So there's a good chance that there are some wonderful, wonderful things between guys that I was just never aware of because I never felt at home there. So that's just my my observation. Um, and I really love where I've, where I've landed in this and this uh, community of wonderful people just being nice. Even if I don't know them. It's beautiful. All right. And speaking of which, uh, I recently realized that I have been remiss in voicing my appreciation of people. Uh, I And I feel terrible about that because for me, it's important. And I want, I want people I like to know that I like them and... Um, I think sometimes I just take for granted that me just smiling and just enjoying my time around them makes it obvious. And I don't think it does. And I'm going to tie this into role playing. And I think this is something that's true for most role players. Uh, I'm not sure how much into role playing you are, but if you're listening to me and have listened to 16 other episodes, I must assume you you have some knowledge about role playing. Most role-playing games, not all actually, there are a few that don't, but most role-playing games have a Game Master. Different systems make the Game Master work more or less, uh, but it's always quite a bit of work, even the rules-light systems. The light rules can actually make them work harder in other ways, but in any system, whatever the system is, the Game Master makes the game possible. And I know a lot of people enjoy game mastering. Uh, and I, I don't hate it. I think it's fun. But I much, much, much prefer playing. And when you're game mastering, you can't play. That's why I tend not to game master as much as I can, because I want to be playing. And I sometimes feel bad, because if others felt like me, then no, like game masters don't get to play as much. But seeing as now I know that some people just love game mastering, well... It's great to have that relationship then. Uh, and I always appreciate game masters just for taking their time and, and, and trying to sh help me share this world. Um, 
and I just realized that I don't... I had fun, is something I sometimes say, but I very seldom just take a time and tell the Game Master, look, I, I really appreciate you leading tonight's game. I enjoyed it. I, I am very grateful for what you're doing. And I really think I want to... I think I should do this every time. I think every role player should do this. Because Game Masters have a lot of pressure. Uh, some are new, some aren't new, but some are always nervous. And we need to make sure Game Masters get positive feedback. Everything you like about it, let them know. I'm going to I'm going to try and become better at this. Because I think I think a lot of them just try things out and they're not sure what worked and what didn't because we just enjoyed it, we had fun when we played, but the game master seldom knows what helped us have fun unless we tell them. And sometimes they're human, so sometimes they they feel bad about things that might have might have been great. Because we never informed them that we liked it. And also, a lot of times, uh, Game Masters get criticized when they shouldn't have been. Now, of course, constructive criticism is a thing. And if something's happening in the game that the Game Master could change, and, you know, if something in the game is happening that makes you uncomfortable or works in a way that, you're, that you would prefer worked in a different way, you can obviously have a talk with your Game Master about this. But keep those discussions... Very polite, very friendly, very constructive. Don't, don't, you know, talk down to your game master. They put a lot of effort and work in to help you have a good time. And they don't owe you that. So, you know, be respectful. And if there's something you need from them, some change you need from them, just tell them and have fun with it. Because you're all friends, right? If you're not, then why are you playing together? So yes, um, of course, of course, the, there are the rare cases where you ended up in a group with a um, with a game master from hell. <laughs> uh, of course, there are people like the, the, there are some things that actual like harsh criticism um, could be validated, but most of the time that's that, that's not true. Like if if the game master's behaving very chauvinistically or you know racist or you know different things but for most things very gentle constructive suggestions and explaining how you feel in a positive manner that's the way to go because if you listen to this and you're a game master know that i appreciate your work so much if you've heard the other episodes of this podcast you know that role-playing games have changed my life for the better. Not only not only changed it, like, there's a chance, you know, let's not try to get dark here, but yeah, there, there are things, wow, I said A and I should say B. I, I, there, there's a possibility that I might have not have been here if I hadn't had role-playing games, you know? And it's meant so much to me, and I just want... All game masters to know whether or not we let an epic campaign or a fun one shot or whether or not it ended fantastically, you know, just that just the fact that you sat down with me, took my hand and led me on this journey and did your best. That's beautiful. And I am so grateful. And 
I'm going to try and become better. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna forget because I just, I just assume people understand how much I like them when I do, and maybe they don't, and I should tell them more. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna be waffling on on and on about this. So maybe I'll just get straight to the sonnet which I wrote to all the game masters. So. The countless worlds and wonders I have seen. The friends I've made and enemies as well. The many different people I have been. An ending tome of stories I can tell. I cannot thank the higher ones enough, the weavers of the fates befallen me, that carried me when roads have been so rough. They've given me a million worlds to see. So please, brothers and sisters of the dice, do not forget the gratitude we owe. Sing praises to the ones that let you rise, creative minds that help your spirit grow. O weavers, hear my grateful praise to thee. Please know how much you've always meant to me. So yeah, um, I might not read that particular sonnet to every game master at every game, but I do want to make sure that all my game masters feel appreciated because I really, really do appreciate them every single one every game master whether or not you're actually at the game with me or not that listens to this from the bottom of my heart thank you so much so much and now before i end this episode i have a few things to announce first of all I am now a redhead. <laughs> I was actually going to order more purple hair dye and they sent the wrong one and they sent me red and I was like, you know what? What the heck? I'll do it. And uh, I did. And now I'm team redhead. And you know what? I think I'll stay. I like it. And people around me like it. So yeah, there you go. Uh, I think that was an important thing to announce. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna put an image on my blog so you can see my hair. And um, you know what? I'm going to make this the, the, the thumbnail of this episode. So... Anyone that has a, a podcast app, whether it has something else, can see that. So that's one announcement. The other one is I'm going to start having guests on. Two definite plans. Uh, one of them is another player, a friend of mine who plays D&D, uh, will show up and we'll talk about transition-related things because uh, he's also a, a trans person. And we're going to talk about transition-related things and role-playing. And we're going to be taking questions, answering a few questions as characters. I'll be Sapphire, and he's going to be playing... Um, Nyx, who is a changeling D&D character, and mischievous changeling, I believe, non-binary, by the way, and Sapphire, my character, I've spoken to about her before, and that's, um, uh, as you know, she is a bard, a princess, and she is, uh, she's basically a trans metaphor, she is, she's, she's pretty much a magical trans woman, um, well, well, what a trans woman will be like in a world of magic, I guess. And so, yes, um, if you have any questions for any of those characters, uh, write them to me uh, and uh, we'll bring them up in that episode. Another thing is um, the game master of Vestmark, where I play Alivhild, the one who assigned me the character who, who gave me one of my actual names, wants to show up. And the one thing he wants to do is talk about his game mastering, which is good, uh, because I don't do a lot of game mastering, 
Yeah, so it's good to have another voice in about that. Who wants to talk about that and how he does it. Um, and how he gets the best emotional response. Because as you might have been able to tell, if you've listened to the episodes I've spoken about Vesmark, I think it's 2, 10, and 11. I believe, yes. Um, then you will know that it's a very emotionally driven campaign. And also, he did suggest that he might uh, solo game, solo lead a session with me. Maybe we'll do like a, a dream sequence with, with Alfhild or a flashback scene or something like that uh, on the actual podcast. And I thought that sounds kind of cool. So that those are a few things you have to look forward to. So what have we learned? All right. Be kind to people around you. Always thank your game masters. Uh, I am a redhead. And ask questions for the coming episodes. Great. So um, I have to get ready for my D&D game in a few minutes. So have a great day. I love you. Bye.